Welcome to The Daily Drive, a podcast from Ford Driving Skills for Life that delves into teen driving safety tips and instruction. This podcast will also highlight community awareness campaign ideas and personal stories of tragedy that have led to advocacy. We'll have conversations with the people who work to keep teens safe on the road every day. People like traffic safety experts, parents, teens, and professional driving instructors. And with that, I'll turn it over to professional race car driver and the lead for Driving Skills for Life driving instructor, Mike Speck. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Daily Drive presented by Ford Driving Skills for Life. My name is Mike Speck. I'm your host. Our guest today is Kyle Green. Kyle is coordinator of special and international programs for the Ford Motor Company Fund. Our discussion today is going to revolve around the fact that 1.25 million traffic fatalities are recorded each year globally. The Ford Motor Company Fund is adapting to this challenging and constantly changing environment in their quest to provide some type of safety education for global traffic safety needs. Again, Kyle's going to talk about all of that, and he's up next on The Daily Drive. Hey, Kyle, how are you? Hey, Mike, I'm doing great. How are you? How's the summer treating you up in Michigan? Uh, It's treating me as well as can be expected. Uh, We've been able to get outside a lot and, uh, you know, throw the kids in the kiddie pool. So, so it's not terrible. We're, we're adjusting and adapting, but uh, a lot of our plans were adjusted and we're doing the best we can. Yeah. You know, here in LA, it's 80 degrees all the time. So I never know if it's winter or summer, but uh, things are moving along as usually, you know, your responsibilities with the Ford Motor Company Fund, I've known you for a long time and they've grown substantially. You really have a major role right now. Can you speak to us a little bit uh, about the entire international uh, part of the program? Sure. With the Ford Driving Skills for Life program, uh, it's it's been an honor to to help with the international expansion of the program. And I, I use the word help uh, rather loosely. We have some amazing teams around the world uh, who are putting on our programs. And, and really, that was how it started. It, it wasn't the U.S. team pushing uh, the Driving Skills for Life program internationally. It was one of our Ford employees saw the program, uh, actually was uh, staged or, or his job was in uh, our Asia Pacific region. And he recognized that, hey, this is needed. Uh, so he worked hard to uh, bring the program there. And it's been there since 2008. It's our longest running international program. And it's it's done great. It's expanded uh, beyond 10 countries in that region over that time. And they've done some really creative and amazing things. So again, it was that recognition of the need. And when we as Ford Fund were able to start moving some of our programs uh, global with the support that they deserved uh, around 2013, 2014, that's when it it really exploded. And to your point uh, in the the open about the the statistics 
around vehicle crashes and fatalities around the world, it, it was just an obvious thing to do. It was a no-brainer to, to push this program to as many countries as we could. So in the United States, where um, I help out on the Ford Driving Skills for Life programs, and, and in Canada, we have uh, similar types of issues. But I know on the international stage, we're seeing uh, driving behavior and driving environments that are that are vastly different to what we typically experience here in our part of the world. Can you speak to how the Ford Driving Skills for Life and how the Ford Motor Company Fund is adapting to uh, the fact that all of that is different? Yeah, and it's it's been an amazing again experience, and and I've been lucky to be able to see some of the issues uh, in person. I've I know I traveled with. Uh, uh, some folks from our staff. I've traveled with folks from your staff uh, who uh, really helped us go over there. And we ran them as programs called Train the Trainer, but really we were learning. Uh, we brought some things over. We brought some skills over that we put the those instructors behind the wheel and said, here's how we do it in the US. Uh, will this help you address an issue? And what we learned from those trips is just what you said. It's it, the issues are vastly different. The infrastructures are different. Um, the setup of the cities are, are very different from here in the U.S. And there are lessons that can be learned from both sides. And what we were able to experience, uh, you know, I'll use India as an example extremely skilled drivers, but the culture of driving and the decisions that they make and the infrastructure that they have to drive in didn't create a good scenario for their driving. Now, like I said, they're very skilled, but as a passenger, I saw a lot of things that I don't want to see. And I, I now understand what my parents went through when they were white knuckling uh, on the, the door handle, uh, just wondering, okay, what's going to happen next? Uh, so as a program like Driving Skills for Life comes in, it can help address those, those cultural uh, things that need to be almost unlearned. And the governments there are, are working to to create new safety campaigns. So we become a part of that. And it's it's something that's really fulfilling to see. And then we go places like uh, Vietnam and they created a campaign there that they call the no honking campaign because what they learned in large cities is people just use their horn all the time. So you, you tune it out. So when an actual emergency occurs where someone is trying to actually alert you to something, you don't even notice it because the horns are just honking all the time. So part of the driving skills program, there was a no honking campaign. So they come up with really creative solutions to those unique issues that they have. But it's something we couldn't have just done from our desks uh, we, or even talking to them on the phone. We had to see it to understand it. And what that showed us is we can't give them uh, what I sometimes refer to as DSFL in a box. It can't be done with, okay, here are the four skills that we're going to train you on. You all have the same infrastructure. You all have uh, the same seating position in the car or weather conditions, whatever. That wasn't going to work. And 
they wouldn't have accepted programs like that. They would have said, oh, okay, we'll run it once and, you know, to make you happy and then move on from there. When we are able to build that empathy and build that understanding of the issues they're facing, we can really solve those issues with the resources that we have and with the great staff that they have in those countries. Yeah, it's a, an absolutely fascinating topic, actually, because, uh, as you know, I live in Los Angeles, and uh, I, when I'm on the Four Driving Skills for Life programs and I do my parent module, I always like to talk about the fact that I'm a big plane spotter. I love aircraft. I, I like to go down to LAX, and, and one of the big things that you realize there is there are aircraft coming in from all over the world. Uh, folks are here in Los Angeles to do business. Uh, they get off the plane. They rent a car. And they typically drive the way they would drive uh, in the country in which they live. So we tend to see some of that diverse driving behavior here in, in Los Angeles. And so to your point, for sure, what we teach here in the United States has certain applicability globally, uh, but making sure that we address those particular issues in each country is very, very important. Now, we all know that developing partners, uh, having partners to work with on this program is paramount to ensuring its success. Uh, can you speak a little bit about the Global Alliance of uh, NGOs for Road Safety Alliance? Can you speak to their role with us? Well, and before I get to that, I, I just want to echo your point about the importance of partners. Uh, you know, I can't travel to every country, especially now. Uh, so I do rely on those partners who are, are the experts in their country. Uh, so we joined a group uh, at their uh, biannual conference last year, and it was the, the Global Alliance of NGOs for Road Safety, and they had over 200 member NGOs at this conference. And I, I'm not sure that I provided any insight to them about road safety. They were coming at it as experts in their field. They see things that we want to stop seeing on our roadways. They see tragedies, they see uh, crashes, they see deficiencies in uh, the infrastructure, in their um, uh, the training of their drivers. Uh, and even the safety of their vehicles that they want to have changed. So we learned a lot from that group. And I, I still talk to several of the organizations that were at that conference. And it, it's a valuable, valuable uh, resource to have to be able to get their insights, to get their experience, and then bring that information back and say, okay, how can we help with that issue? How can the Driving Skills for Life program solve a problem? Uh, and, you know, some of those problems came from right here in the U.S. And, and, you know, others are in countries that we already have programs in. And now we have that relationship with that NGO. So it's been it's been great. And it's also taught us about other uh, conferences, resources and groups around the world that uh, that we can learn from or we can potentially have some of our young people learn from. So that's been really great. So 2020 has not been exactly a, a banner year uh, for us. It's been a rough time globally. Uh, it's been a rough time for many of us in our, our driver education community. Um, how's the Ford Driving Skills for Life 
program adapting to the changes that COVID-19 seems to be bringing on, on on really a global scale? Well, as as you know, we can't have large groups gather on a on a weekend in a, a parking lot or on a tarmac to get behind the wheel with our our awesome instructors, and that's true with our international programs as well. And what we have had to do, and what we're trying to do, is keep the the safe driving message going because it's no less important. Uh, during these times than it was last year when we were able to get behind the wheel uh, with that training. So our European teams are using our um, Ford sponsors, a race team called Fordzilla, and they are using the racing platform to teach some safe driving principles. So it brings that gaming aspect to it. Uh, we're doing videos like this. Uh, we're going online and going digital with a lot of our curriculum. We've always had the academy and many of our international countries have taken the academy that we developed here in the US. They've adapted it to their, uh, their local countries, their local language uh, and their local driving uh, laws or rules and are, are just using those videos even more now. Uh, we, we used them before, but now they've become even more important because they're what we have. They're the conduit we have to our new drivers and our young drivers. Uh, so there's been a huge uh, a swing into the digital format, but like I said, it's also something we've always done. We've always played around with virtual reality and augmented reality, trying to find ways to reach young people, engage them, get their attention and make it fun. Uh, that that's some of the core principles, you know, as, as we talk about use of the eyes when you're driving, staying focused, um, buckling your seatbelt. Those are universal things that are true in every country. I also think that learning through fun is one of those, those truths as well, that no matter where you are, if you're engaged and, and having a good time with what you're doing, you're going to remember it. It's going to sink in. You're going to learn. So I think a lot of that is, has stayed true with some of the digital platforms that our teams have come up with. And they they continue to amaze me with some of the ideas that they have. And uh, as a member uh, of the US DSFL team, we steal those sometimes. So, <laughs> so where do you see uh, the future taking the Ford Driving Skills for Life program uh, on an international scale right now? Well, I think we're going to continue to improve and, and grow the programs in the countries that we're in. Uh, I think once we get past uh, the times that we're in and the, the some of the challenges that we're dealing with, we're going to realize that the message is still extremely important. My ultimate dream, Mike, for the DSFL program is that we don't have to do it. Uh, that, you know, we have reduced down to zero fatalities globally, uh, but that reality is is pretty tough. So the education that we can provide, the messaging we can provide, even if it's a simple reminder to buckle your seatbelt or a simple reminder to keep your eyes on the road and stay focused, then we need to continue to do our jobs. We need to continue to put that messaging out there. I think we're going to, what we're going to see is a lot more online development uh, we're going to see the growth of, of virtual reality. Uh, you know, I can't do behind the wheel instruction or face-to-face -face instruction. So what's the next best thing? Uh, 
Uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of interactive platforms. I think it's going to be things where we're talking to each other. We're not simply watching a video and then taking a test. I think it's going to have to have that interactive uh, side to it. And some of our, our countries are working on that. And that's the, the near future of our, of our program. And I, I think this program will always be valuable. I know I still learn things, uh, even when I get with you uh, on our courses, there's usually something new that I go, oh, I don't, I've been doing this program for years and that's something that I just learned or I get a reminder. So it's, I, I still think the importance of it is gonna be there. You know, Kyle, I have to tell you, every great driver that I've ever known has always said that they're always open to and always are finding that they're learning new things. And I think that really speaks more to your to your mindset, that you're open uh, and wanting to learn more. And so you're taking advantage of those opportunities. And yes, I have to agree with you that that conduit of fun uh, is probably the way to keep those teens engaged and uh, kind of develop that want for them to learn more stuff. So before you go, uh, you got to tell us what is the most important thing that your uh, parents ever told you that had to do with safe driving? Huh. The most important thing my parents ever told me. Well, yeah, I their grew best up... advice. Their, their best advice. What was the best thing they told you? Uh, the, the, well, keep it between the ditches was, was always kind of one of them. I grew up in a very rural area. Uh, I was driving, uh, in the fields, uh, some of the farm equipment and my dad's pickup truck when I was very young. Uh, so, um, you know, that was one of the first things was keep it out of the ditch. But, uh, I, I know one of the mistakes I used to make when I was, uh, learning to drive and, and even after that my approach to an intersection or a stop sign. I always way too fast and then slam on the brakes. And my dad used to say, what if your brakes fail? You're not going slow enough for you to be able to maneuver uh, through that or away from that intersection if there's danger in the intersection. So uh, basically it was, you have to trust yourself as a, as a driver more than you trust the mechanics or um, and I mean the mechanics, of, not the mechanics who work on the vehicle, the mechanics of the vehicle, because something could fail. Uh, conditions could cause, you know, you hydroplane, something like that. So understanding that you are the one that's in control of everything and not to rely on those other factors. And, you know, I'm, I'm putting it a little uh, nicer than he put it when he was riding right seat with me. Uh, but, uh, but that's how I remember. So, uh, so I appreciate it because I've had very few incidences, uh, driving, uh, cause they're always in the back of my head. Hey, I've ridden in a car with you, Kyle. I think you slow down for stop signs just fine. So that must've been some great advice he gave you. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day. I know you're super busy. This was some great information. I hope to see you, uh, sometime soon. Take care out there. Okay. I hope that too, Mike. And I appreciate all you're doing with the daily drive and uh, keeping all of, of our listeners or viewers informed every week, every day sometimes. So we appreciate it. And uh, thanks for what you're doing. Thank you, Kyle. Take care. Okay.
All right, you too. See ya. All right, everybody. So that was the latest edition of the Daily Drive with, uh, really honestly, he's a good friend, Kyle Green. I thought that was some fantastic information that he gave us on the international uh, part of the Ford Driving Skills for Life program and how the Ford Motor Company Fund is helping to make sure that the Ford Driving Skills for Life program is able to reach that international audience and help to affect change on a global scale. Do you want more information on the Ford Driving Skills for Life program? Of course you do. The easiest way to get it is just to go over to our website at drivingskillsforlife.com. There are lots of resources there, but one of my favorites is the Academy. Uh, and the Academy has a series of videos where there's several of the Ford Driving Skills for Life instructors giving you information on how to be a safer driver. And it's not just for teens. It's for parents trying to teach teens, and it's for educators trying to teach teens. Listen, if you're a teenager, you need to understand that we're not talking down to you on this. Uh, the fact of the matter is that crashing a car is the number one cause of death for teenagers in the United States. And as you just heard from Kyle, it's common throughout the world. So if you take this stuff to heart, we deliver it in a fun way. It's worth listening to, and it could help you out. This is Mike Speck for The Daily Drive signing off. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you back the next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Daily Drive, presented by Ford Driving Skills for Life. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Ford Driving Skills for Life and on Instagram and Twitter at Ford DSFL. You can find a video version of this podcast on our Facebook page or on YouTube. We hope you'll tune in again to this podcast for news you can use to keep teen drivers safe on the road.